Hey, what's going on? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome back to Wake Up Legendary. Uh, we have got another great guest, another really um, just this is going to be a good show. This is going to be a, a fantastic interview this morning uh, with a gentleman named Drew Kairos. And uh, he's somebody who has uh, joined our team uh, recently and added just a tremendous amount of value to our team and also our clients. Uh, he's going to tell you a little bit about his story, uh, how he got into uh, personal development because he's really big on mindset and personal development training. And he's also got uh, a unique knack for marketing uh, and teaching marketing as well as doing marketing, which is another gift that not everybody has. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and bring him in now. Drew, what is going on, my brother? Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Love that intro. Let's <laughs> party, brother. Um, you know, I'm just like a kid in a candy shop over here with these little, uh, you know, these little... That, I'm that surprised they gave you one of those. You know, that one's my <laughs> that one's my favorite. But you really truly deserve a. Sounds like there's only a couple of people in the crowd. I think it's just both of our moms out there, just kind of rooting us on. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. Every bit helps. Uh, you know, whatever <laughs> we can get. You know, whatever we can get. Exactly. So. Welcome to the show, man. I'm thrilled to have you on and take yeah, us thanks. back, dude. How how did you even like give us the nutshell version of what life looked like before uh, marketing in this online digital world? What happened, okay, and uh, to bring you into this this world? All right. So my journey started quite a long time ago. Actually, I had a crazy life-changing experience at a very young age. I'm actually a cancer survivor. I was diagnosed at 10 years old. So for me, just being through that experience, it gifted me with a kind of altered perception of life. So like, I just became increasingly aware of how short our time is in this reality, which enabled me to approach my life from a completely different angle than almost everybody else I worked with. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because it helped me be seen as simultaneously be seen as like an overachiever and this kind of super laid back slacker at the exact same time, which is kind of cool. Um, but it's also what spurred my interest in personal development. That's what got me immersed in this entire thing where I started looking into um, just like behavioral psychology, philosophy, relationships, um, spirituality, even to how to become a better leader. And I did the whole traditional route to success. Mm. I went to school for a long time. I spent a lot of money on degrees. Um, I actually, my degree is in criminal justice. Uh, my whole background is actually in security studies, and law enforcement. Um, so I have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, a master's degree in security studies. I went to law school. I got my Juris Doctorate. I passed the bar exam. I was even practicing law for a little bit and it was kind of in that whole like right after I graduated law school, I had my own real estate agency. I was working as an insurance producer. I was practicing law a little on the side and I was just working all the time, like 70 hours a week easily. I was driving an hour and a half to my office every day and I had just bought a house. I was 
um, with a new woman who I don't know if we were engaged at that point yet, but I was already thinking about it. And I just didn't like spending time away from everybody. Like I had no time with my animals. I don't have kids. I have dogs. So I was paying a dog sitter. I wasn't seeing my wife at all. And I was just driving and working all the time. So that was kind of what brought me into this whole, what can I do to make money without working all the time for somebody else outside of my house? Gosh, what a journey, man. Yeah, so it's a pretty intense story. Um, You know what's unique? It's been been five and a half years now. I've been working full-time from home. Yeah doing various things, coaching, marketing. I've worked with some good companies, some bad companies, and it's helped steer my path along the way. But I'm definitely grateful to be part of this organization because you guys are legendary. (laughs) You know what's unique about your uh, journey and your story is the fact that you are somebody who has the degrees. You have what, and I was listening to... um, a fellow copywriter talk about, uh, you know, the the skepticism of so many people uh, who are looking to sort of change their life. And the first thing, one of the things that people think is, well, um, just a general good for you, but that'll never happen to me. Another thing that they think of, if you share your success, and you're a young guy, you know, I'm a fairly young guy. Um, they, they say, well, what, what's your degree in, Dave? That's the first thing because if, you, if I've had any experience or if, if, I've, if I've had any success, I must have got a degree because that's the only doorway into having success, right? So these are some of the common, I guess, stories that people have in their head, um, limiting beliefs, whatever we want to call them, right? Skepticisms, things that make them skeptical of moving forward. And here you are, you have all the things that um, the masses would think are exactly what you need to get rich and be happy. And here you were and are made that transition to looking for something different, something with more freedom and something that ultimately has the potential long-term to net you. This is just my assumption. I mean, I'm sure a great lawyers make great money, but ultimately not only produce more happiness and freedom, but also make you more money long-term. So how did you justify after you invested so much time and money into that route? How did you justify sort of like, I don't, I'm, I'm sure you didn't burn the bridge, but making a hard pivot to a place that you didn't need uh, any previous experience or degrees and you didn't need a whole lot of money to get started in that direction. How did you justify that in your head? So that it was hard for me just because I had a lot of skeptics in my life at that point. Yeah. Everybody that I had worked with basically, um, plus my parents, my mom, it probably took about two years before she wrapped her head around why I stopped practicing law to work online. (laughs) I could totally get that. Um, But for me, it was just like kind of onto something new too. Like I've always been kind of that overachiever type of person too, but I also have Um, I'm very much into like astrology and spirituality of things too. So I'm very much a Gemini in everything that I do. 
um, which just means I live up here. Basically, I'm always in my head. I'm always thinking of new things and I like challenges. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just got to that point where I didn't see where it was going and I didn't see the upside to it. I was always being basically rewarded for my hard work by being given more work. (laughs) So it's like, oh, you finished all your work early. So now you can help John finish his because he was on Facebook all morning and we all get paid the same. So that just didn't make sense to me. And I wanted something that was more proportional where I could actually be rewarded for the work and the effort that I was putting in. Yeah. And entrepreneurship is really the best way to find that. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a big, um, I mean, the coaching that you were doing before you got here was really helping people to break through, uh, you know, their, really their limiting beliefs. Talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about your, your kind of passion around that and specifically why you think that that particular type of coaching and that particular type of work, um, that that focus of work is so important for people. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, definitely so important for entrepreneurs. Yeah, absolutely. I've, um, basically, it comes down to, again, just my mentality around things. I'm always looking for ways to increase performance, intelligence, potential, um, just shifting my perspective, different ways of looking at things. And for me, it, it all happened at that very young age, too, where I saw life from a completely different angle. So for me, it, it was kind of like being able to escape that conditioning or being able to see things outside of the mayhem that we live our everyday lives in usually. And that's what got me thinking of if we can just help get people to like out of their heads, just zoom out a little bit. You can see things for what they really are and not actually get caught up in the little nuances that basically take over people's days. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know as an entrepreneur, especially, or as anybody going into self-employment, even your only limitation is you, your business can never outgrow you because it's your business is you essentially when you're first starting out. So if you're not doing things to grow yourself and improve yourself, then you're hurting your business at the same time. Yeah. I, I think that people don't realize that they are their business. You know, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people, especially in this sort of business opportunity world that we live into where you log on online and if you search on Google one time how to make money online or something like that, you just get retargeted with ads from Google and YouTube and Facebook with all these business opportunities and guys standing in front of rented Lamborghinis, you know, in in, in hired models and in rented houses and they're like, you know, this is the, the get rich quick lifestyle and um, enjoying this thing or start this e-com thing or whatever. And we get detached from, we think that the business is separate from us. We think mm-hmm. that, well, I got to, and I call this the difference between the mechanics and the dynamics. I've always said this, the mechanics are, you know, what, what do you do in network marketing? Show the business, you know, prospect people. What do you do in, 
um, you know, law. You advertise to try to get clients. You put your face on a bus and or a billboard, and <laughs> you know, when somebody gets in, or you create a, a cute jingle like one eight hundred four one one pain. So when somebody gets in an accident, they think, oh, I gotta call them and then get me a lawyer. But yeah. when we get into this affiliate marketing, or we get into even what we do, which is the core for teaching people how to sell information, because there's no limits to that. There's no limits to the profit. There's no limits right. to the um, what you know what you can charge. Really, at the end of the day, it it fits this business model fits all three of what Jay Abraham said that you you need the only three ways you can make money in a business: get more customers, do repeat business with those customers, and sell those customers higher price and more premium products. And you can't mm -hmm. do that anywhere else, really. You can't do that with ecom. So, yeah, we are the business, and they are. They, you know, I harp on the self-care and the productivity thing so much. So um, because I, I, re I think that the root of people's success is self-worth. And I think it's absolutely I think it's consistency. I think it's routine. I think it's self-care, because if I don't feel good about myself, if I don't believe in myself, um, I'm going to think that my work doesn't matter. My message doesn't matter that you know i'm just too small to, to to matter or make a dent in the world and so what do you tell somebody man when they come in and especially i think that i get this all the time well i don't have a down by the river overcame homelessness and drug addiction like you dave and then somebody might hear your story and think well i didn't have that defining moment of cancer at 10 that made me work harder and appreciate life more so how do you work with somebody and help them to get motivated and also see the big picture here if they are if they don't feel like they have one of those defining moments or crazy stories or life-changing moments um, so that that's kind of the cool thing about this whole transformation or personal development side of things is you don't need a tragedy or some crazy life experience in order to change because you have the ability to do that at any time just by making a new decision. And that's, I, I spend a lot of time actually talking about decisions. Um, I had a, a mentor that I worked with a few years ago in this mindset side that had a whole teaching around the power of decision, which really impacted me. Um, and I actually became a certified facilitator of his work as a result. But it's, to me, you can either change by choice or you can change out of necessity. So if it's somebody like you that had that powerful story or somebody like me that has a story, we changed out of necessity because it really just wasn't sustainable. There was no other way to become what we wanted to become. Right now, other people have the choice or the option to create something new without that tragedy. So it's almost giving them uh, like a, a benefit or a leg up on people like us that had to learn the hard way. Right. Because we didn't really have the opportunity to make that choice. It was kind of forced into our lives. Yeah. So if you want to like make that decision, it definitely once you've decided it starts to change everything in your outer reality because everything's connected. So your decisions are really based on that's how beliefs come to be. They're just decisions that we arbitrarily made in the first place and then continued to reinforce along the way until they became habitual. Um, so by making a new decision, we can create a new life 
and kind of change the structure of the way we do things. So um, I love to talk about structure, so I'm glad you mentioned that right before this, but even just in terms of becoming a new person or creating a new life for yourself, you're still you. That's not gonna change. And I like to compare this to water. So look at the molecule of water, H2O. It's the same in every stage, whether it's ice, whether it's liquid water, whether it's steam, it's always H2O, right? So you're gonna be the same person, whether you're stuck just on the baseline of everything, struggling day to day, not making any money, or whether you're flourishing and making a hundred grand a month, you're still you, you know? So it's just a matter of changing the structure in your reality to help create those new outcomes. Yeah, that's powerful. And it's true because I am the same person with my, for example, family and friends mm -hmm. that I've always been. There was a brief period when I started having success that I didn't know what to do with it. And I felt out of place and awkward and not how to, I didn't know how to act. But I realized, yeah. get over yourself, Dave. Like, And so now I just have this... You know, I'm able to be Dave. I'm able to be the same person with my friends like my dad. We used to work construction together. And I love talking about those those times with him. As a matter of fact, we just hung out the other day and we were reminiscing on things we used to say at the end of the day. He used to go, pack them up. And that would be kind of like, path, <laughs> like, you know, you ring the bell, the dog starts to drool. And that was like my right. like, OK, it's time to go home and get the heck out of here. Um, but, yeah, it's totally true. I, I, I love that because we're not abandoning ourselves when we grow into a better, we're actually um, giving ourselves the greatest gift. And we're also giving others around us the greatest gift by, by growing. I think that a lot of people don't, that when, when, when we talk about transformation, when we talk about personal growth, when we talk about growing, it's hard for, I think, a lot of people to understand what that means. So you talked about the structure thing. Give us an example of what this ambiguous transformation, personal growth, become the best version of you. Give us an example, maybe using the structure of what that looks like and how adapting that, adapting that into your life can make such a difference. Yeah, definitely. So I, I see this a lot actually with different coaching clients where you have people who are um, kind of stuck in the same identity so usually people that come to work with me, they have this identity of not being good enough, of constantly needing to strive for something more. And the thing is, I, I've even have clients who are there by all intents and purposes. They've made it like they've published a couple books. They have a consistent income. They have their own house. They have a beautiful family, but they're still feeling like they're not good enough. They're still striving for more. And it's because that's become their identity. So the biggest thing that I work on with them is really, I call it identity calibration, but it's thinking about who the person is that has everything that you want and what you can do in your life to become more like that. So instead of having this kind of identity crisis where you've made it, but you feel like you've not made it, or you feel like you need to do more because for some reason you're just not good enough, we need to kind of ask ourselves, if I were at that finish line, 
would I have these thoughts or would I take that same action? And a lot of it is just kind of seeing that, catching yourself in the moment and just seeing, hey, if I were um, like if I were the Drew that was making $20,000 a month online, would I actually worry about this specific thing like going out to dinner or whatever or would I be constantly striving to learn how to be a better person all the time or would I just kind of know that I'm there and be happy with what I have but still shift my perspective a little bit on it so you can be good enough and still want to improve rather than being not good enough and trying to learn more or fix something to become good enough. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's that that subtle little shift of looking at things that can just change the structure of your reality, basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it does. It's it's powerful. Um, what would you say to somebody who would come in and is is skeptical about getting started on this journey? You know, they are maybe beginning the challenge or considering how they want to engage with this journey and this process. Maybe they've been burned or felt like they've been burned a couple of times. You know, I think there's a thin line between, you know, buying something and not doing anything with it and getting burned. You know, um, right. sometimes, sometimes people confuse those two. But either way, what would you say to somebody who has had some experience? There's nobody who just climbed out from under a rock. We've all seen a few, done a few things, been around the block a few times, and they're in, beginning their journey of engaging with Legendary here. Uh, what would you say to that person? Um, so for me, I, I've been on both sides of this. I've been with companies that burned me, where I invested a lot and things didn't go well. Um, I could even... <laughs> it's going to be kind of controversial to say that, but you can say that about degrees, higher education. Yeah. You're investing in a certain amount of training or a certain amount of knowledge, and there's no guarantee you're going to get anything out of it. So it all comes down to you, basically. You have to make that decision that this is what you want to do and you're going to make it work, um, or else you'll still be stuck in that kind of entrepreneur's carousel of jumping from training to training or from offer to offer and not actually ever developing anything deep to get any results on it. So the biggest thing is just to commit, really. If it's something you want to do and you actually want to put the work in, then do it. If it's not, if you're even on the fence about it, then it's probably not the right time. And I say that to people all the time, it's it's not for everybody. Maybe it's not right for you at this point in time until you have the the dedication or at least you've made a decision that this is what you want to move forward with. Yeah, yeah. Um, making decisions, I, it's, there's an old saying that says, there's three frogs on a log. One of them made a decision to jump off. How many frogs are on the log? Mm -hmm. Some people would say there's three frogs on a log or there's two frogs on a log. But the, right. the third one only made a decision. He didn't actually jump off. Right. And um, we, we that's a recovery. The, those of you who know my story know that I've uh, been clean and sober now for some years in long term recovery. I was a, 
drug addict, alcoholic, had addiction uh, back and got clean and into this industry, kind of beginning my life back in 2008. And um, anyways, in the 12 steps, there's, you know, a, a step that you come to that says made a decision to turn your will and life over to the care of God. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a reminder, that little analogy or story is a reminder that you don't have to um, tackle everything in a day, but we get up every day and we make a decision that we're going to let go and let God, or we're going to commit to the journey. And it doesn't mean that we need to do everything in a day. It doesn't mean that we need that we're going to accomplish personal growth and enlightenment in a day. It doesn't mean that that's going to happen in a year. It doesn't mean that that's going to happen in our time at all. Like sometimes I love it. We make goals, right? Some people say you make plans and God laughs and the, I, the universe, whatever you want to call it, whatever your belief system is. But um, I think it all boils down to how much you think we're actually in control of things. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, my point is, is that I think people are, when you say commit, committing is similar to making a decision. And I think right. that so many people are non-committal. And just don't know the benefit of making of making a commitment. And I can say that for many years in my marriage, coming from somebody who had a lot of personal growing to do myself, you know, I, I, I had one foot in and one foot out of my relationship. This was when I first met my wife. She was my girlfriend back 10 years ago. I had, you know, one foot in and one foot out and I was afraid to commit. And committing to my wife was the greatest decision around my love life that I've ever done committing to one business, you know, and actually following through versus jumping from one idea to the next every month was right. the best. And it's always been the most profitable decision I've ever made, you know? So I think, um, and your comment just struck this. And I just feel like saying this to people that if you've never made a powerful decision, if you've never made a powerful commitment, you're missing out on one of the most stress-free experiences because there's no more indecisiveness and wondering and worrying. Am I going to do this? Am I not going to do this? Am I, I mean, for God's sakes, either kiss the girl or leave her, right? <laughs> Am I going to do this business opportunity? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do this business model? Am I right? That pain, mm -hmm. they call it one. Some people call it one foot in today, one foot in tomorrow, pissing on today, or one foot in this opportunity, one foot in that opportunity, pissing on the opportunity that's right in front of me. So, yep. and I would challenge any of you guys who are at the beginning of your journey to, and, and maybe you've been indecisive and not committed and all, all that, to make a commitment and stick with it for a year. If you worked on this marketing business, whether it was affiliate marketing or even developing your own courses or something, if you did that for a year, you would be astounded and amazed by where you were at, what you learned about yourself, what you learned about what you were made of, what you learned about what you could accomplish, what you learned about, and, and just look back and you'd say, I can't believe that person, I was that person. Because Drew, I look at that, this journey of growing, because I think we get, people get <clears throat> entrepreneurship confused, making money. Sure, you, it's, it's great. But the biggest benefit I've got from this is 
is developing my value system and my personal habits, you know, because it will challenge you. Yeah, just it, you need to be a different person when you're working for yourself as opposed to working for anybody else because it all comes down to you. Whether or not you work, there's nobody that's saying, hey, you have to put in this many hours today or you have to accomplish this much stuff today um, or you're not going to be able to pay your bills or whatever the thought is like that's all inside, you know? Yeah. Um, and that, that's kind of, you were, you triggered me too with what you were just saying on the making a decision about things. Um, it's really, you're creating unnecessary suffering for yourself when you're in between decisions and you can really resolve all of that just by making a, a commitment one way or the other. Right. And not really trying to think about what's right, what's wrong or what's better and what's worse. Cause there's really no such thing. <laughs> the, the, um, situations that happen in our life are all basically neutral and we're assigning meaning to them based on our beliefs. Yeah. So there is no better or worse. There's no right or wrong decision. Whatever you're doing is the right decision. Cause that's what you're doing. Right. And it actually, our brains, the way our human being operating systems work, will automatically start supporting our new decision. So we have this little feature inside of us called our, our reticular activating system, which actually filters what we experience in our reality. Because there's already so many different things that are happening all over the place that just like bombard all of our senses that we can't take all of it in. We only really experience about 10% of what's actually happening around us. And this is that reticular activating system is what decides what that 10% is. And it's always in line or aligned with our beliefs, which are again, decisions. So that's why like when you go and you're car shopping or you buy a new car and you start seeing that car everywhere on the road, It's not that there's more of those cars out there. It's that you've decided that that's a good car to have. So now your brain's like, hey, it is a good car. See, everybody's driving it. (laughs) And it it works the same way with entrepreneurship. Once we decide that we want to do this or we want to start our business, we'll find that community. We find those people that are doing it, that are there to support us as opposed to the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, God or the universe, whatever you want to believe, um, you know, this the, it begins to support our decisions. I, I totally agree with that. That was that was well put. And, you know, I was um, when I was when I was trying to get clean, you know, I thought because I, you know, I think I'm a fairly intellectual guy. Um, I thought, you know, I can think my way out of this, you know, but I didn't realize that my best thinking got me right where I was at, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, (laughs) holy crap, like, you know, my best thinking got me right in the seat with my life in shambles. Now I'm going to use that same brain with that same thinking to get me out of this? No. So I had Mm -hmm. to learn how to take direction from other people who had already paved the way, who had already been clean, just like I did in entrepreneurship. When I got online, I, I found people who had already paved the way And I listened to them. I essentially let them do the thinking for me. Um, And of course, I said, you know, I would ultimately have the last say. It's not, you know, nobody's taking, nobody took the power away from me, but I let them have 
I, I let them guide me, whether directly or indirectly. Um, directly meaning that I'm having a conversation like you have a conversation with, with clients or like maybe indirectly meaning that I was watching videos. And then what happened, my actions then begin began to mold my thinking because I realized that I couldn't think myself into a new way of acting. I had to act myself into a new way of thinking. That was how our right. brains like work. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That is how our brains work. Our brains are able to be reformed and molded based on our actions, um, which is why, you know, somebody who's a drug addict or somebody who's a, a food addict, a sugar addict, whatever, um, reaches for those things unconsciously because there's been neuropathways paved that say that's the, you know, that's what makes me happy when it's really not. It's just... <laughs> The, the 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 actions it's just have, habitual yeah the yeah. actions have the the actions have have molded those pathways in the brain to just think uh, like that automatically because our brain is like a is like a computer as you said mm-hmm. so it it really is about taking action making a decision and this is I think the best way to put it it's it's like make a decision to commit to following, taking the actions and listening to a guide or a mentor. And if you listen and if you look back in life, successful people have always been guided. They've always found a guide. You look at any movie, you look at any story, you look at any success story. There's always been a guide or a mentor that somebody who was in distress sought out or found, ran into. And then Mm -hmm. that guide helped direct. So I think our egos are such a big problem because we think that we can do it all on our own and we don't need anybody's help and we begin to judge people. I don't like Dave's voice. I don't like the way he looks. I don't like where he's from or whatever. And we start to shoot the messenger and completely miss the message, mm-hmm. which is which can be which is that guide, which doesn't we don't have to get married to the guide. We don't have to spend the rest of our lives with a guide, but the guide is there to help us and I think when somebody comes into legendary, we try to set up an environment for you to experience that. And it personally makes me sad when people make an initial decision to put down a few dollars and start the challenge, but then get in their head, start mm-hmm. to second guess, start to, they, they, they don't trust, right? And then the ego right. kicks in and says, well, look, you don't need their help. You don't need, you can figure this out on your own. And the same brain that got them here, because nobody comes here on a, on a winning streak saying, I'm so rich, I've got so much money, I'm going to start this 15-day challenge to learn how to make money online. So then they say, hey, well, I, forget it, I don't, I don't need the help, um, and, and I'm going to go figure it out on my own. And Mm-hmm. And then we see those people and we get tickets and we have conversations with people on a daily basis who say, you know what, I was I was a member back in January. I was a member back in 2018 right. and, you know, I went back out and tried it again and now I'm back and I'm ready to make a decision. And imagine how much time would have been saved, Drew. Imagine how much money could have been made if they would have just mm-hmm. made that decision and committed and then followed that path, you know. But again, as you said, everybody has their own journey. Everybody has to take their own time. Everybody has to make their own decision and then live with it. Right. 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 So, um, dude, any final words before we wrap up? This has been a thought provoking conversation. 
Yeah, this was fun. I always love talking about this stuff, especially with other like-minded people who are on the same page. It makes a big difference. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. So how do you, What maybe why don't you comment finally? So many people are coming in on, um, you know, with people who are not like-minded. So mm. what advice would you give somebody who maybe doesn't have the support of friends or family or, you know, is realizing they don't think the same way as the people that they have been hanging out with? What would you what would you tell them? That's definitely a hard thing to go through. Um, and I, I went through it myself. Like I said, when I moved online, my parents specifically for a couple years had no idea what I was doing or why I would do it. Um, and just the personal development that I got into, I evolved really quickly and I outgrew a lot of friends. There were a lot of people that I used to be close with that just are we're no longer on the same level and it's it's not an easy journey but you're not alone either way that's the biggest thing ultimately you're not alone and the sooner that you can kind of get over that ego side of things that wants to tell you <laughs> that you're alone and that this is scary and you shouldn't be doing it um that's really just like our caveman brains trying to keep us safe and that's because when we were cavemen and we lived in tribes or in communities, if we spoke out against the norm or if we did something different, we could potentially be cast out. And our only security in the caveman days was numbers, basically. That's how we ate. That's how we were protected was just by having that tribe. So the good news is we don't live like that anymore. There's no saber tooth tigers that are gonna jump out and eat you if you walk down the street by yourself <laughs> instead of with a tribe. Um, and you can always create a new tribe. There are always people out there. There are communities, there are supporters. You just have to stay open-minded and understand that it's part of the process, really. We have to become uncomfortable in order to grow. Really, that's the only way to grow is to step out of our comfort zone. And um, the big thing is just to keep taking action because any amount of overthinking or suffering or the ego mind, all of that can be overcome by taking action. Coming from the Gemini folks, coming from the Gemini, the, the, the thinker. If you would take it from anybody, take it from him. All right. Yeah, right. Drew, it's been a pleasure. Uh, you're you're fantastic and we love having you around here and as a part of our, our family and our team, man. So um, thanks for coming on the show today and we'll talk to you later, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. It was a pleasure being here. All right, see you, man. All right, my friends. Uh, it is it is absolutely, positively time to go uh, tackle the day. And uh, no matter where you're watching from around the world, uh, I wish you and hope for you a legendary day, afternoon, or evening. Uh, obviously, it's wake up legendary, so we're going to go attack the day here uh, in the States. And uh, please stick close. Please go ahead and hit um, notifications. If you're watching this on you know, one of our fan pages on Facebook, then make sure that you hit like and follow and hit first, see first, so you you know, you can even get a notification every time we go live um, by uh, hitting, I think there's a little button right on this live stream to do so. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, head over and find us on Facebook. Of course, make sure you like and subscribe and hit the bell notification on YouTube. 
but head over to our legendary marketer Facebook fan page because I'm going to do a giveaway right now for those of you who have been still been watching and still been on. If you comment below, even if it's just thanks, Drew, or um, we'll, we'll pick out a comment that we like. So maybe the more effort that you put into the comment, the more chances you'll get uh, to, to get chosen today. But uh, you like, you comment, and you share this stream. Do those three things. We're going to pick a winner and give a free course away that will definitely be worth more than the exchange of just taking those few actions. So like, comment, share this stream. This is for those of you who stuck with us through to the end, and we're going to reach out to you, give you access to our membership area, give you a free marketing course that others have paid um, either dozens or even hundreds of dollars for, and that'll be our gift for just hanging out and, uh, and spreading the message. And make sure to come back Monday through Friday 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Get your day started right for now. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Be legendary. And we'll see you on the next episode.